I'm that weird girl that's running shit I'm a boss bitch running big shit Got a company, need a couple mil Ain't no rap talk, this my real life And that's all God, almost died twice So I go ahead and I get mine And I cash checks and I get fly Pele Pele with the BB belt Skinny jeans and a studded belt I been fly, never needed help I been me, ain't nobody else Skinny jeans and a pair of Vans Pants sag till they hit my ass Lit lit, I'ma do my dance Like a rave of bands going in another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and we are still up here in New York City with some incredible guests, interviews, and music. Uh, right now, we're listening to GOAT. This is by Princess Nokia. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by a very, very special guest. The rap shit I do in you bed. I ain't the bed. But damn, I'm the bed. You might get hacked. Or you might get checked. So don't disrespect. Or it will be hacked for the next. This shit is the ill is Is that scream three finna kill shit I'm a rap bill and a misfit And I throw bows in a mosh pit I bump bump that gangsta boo That loco, that little chat I respect that trill shit And I'm OGs that really rap I'ma read it back with some new shit You Dion and I'm clueless I got my own movement I do this, I move shit I change rap forever man It's me who had the biggest plan Ain't no average bitch, I been the man And we're back. And today, oh my God, I'm so excited. Again, this is one of the first interviews I was able to lock down for this series. Uh, and I am joined by DJ Bembona, uh, better known as just Bembona. Uh, how you doing, girl? Oh my God. Thanks for having me, Richard. This is amazing. Thank you for having me here. I'm like... Ready, I'm ready. Tamwaki hey. goat status. <laughs> she, she ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I, I mean, I've followed you for years at this point, and I've definitely twerked at your parties. Not at too many because, you know, she's aging. <laughs> but, but like, I've definitely, like, you and Rio Bamba have, like, oh. have had us perreando in New York City for, like, oh, the yes. last couple years, for sure. My hermana, yes, for sure. Shout oh, my God. It's been a journey. Yeah. For sure. Well, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about so much stuff today. Just, mm-hmm. just let's start at, at the basics. Who are you and what is it that you do? Wow, that's a loaded question. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Oh, I feel like I'm in therapy. Let me stop. <laughs> You're like, well, I, I'm, I'm just uh, like, I'm I, still funny. I'm still so. finding. I'm a I mean, Taurus. I, I, <laughs> I'm a Capricorn, Capricorn gang. Mm. But no, Bembona, I mean, Bembona is Xiomara. Xiomara is Bembona. And like, I've been doing this for like seven years now. Oh. Four years in public, seven years just DJing, starting like on my own, self-taught. So it's been a journey and a half. I mean, I started in college through when I used to go to college in Jersey. Uh huh. So I never thought I was going to be a DJ, honestly. Like it was never in my cards at all. I was still like, I don't know what to do with my life. I always loved the arts. So that yeah. was like my thing, um, performing arts. So like anything you think of, I've done a little of everything. So when I started in college, I kind of like was that person where they'll be like, Siomara, like play the songs, like mm-hmm. you got it. So in the parties, you got the I was, yeah, hey. I was the bitch. <laughs> I was that bitch with the playlist and like trying to like DJ. So I had like a software virtual DJ, uh-huh. didn't have any like equipment. Yep. <laughs> and I used to DJ through there. And then I kind of like started liking it. It was like a hobby, but nothing serious. Right. And then when I came back to Brooklyn, because I went to two colleges, so when I came back to Brooklyn to transfer, it was like, bought my own equipment, like a little controller, Serato DJ that I still stick with till this day. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how it started. It kind of like slowly became a thing. And when I got out of college is when I met Rio Bamba. Yeah. And that's how we like connected in that sense through the Twitter Twitter feed. Yeah. I kind of saw like some of her mixes. I was like listening to her things and I'm like, wow. Because at that point I was DJing just with the knowledge that I knew, which was like, all right, you're a DJ. You kind of like have to play what people want and right. then just go with I'm just going by like radio DJs and like people in the club so at that point I was like how do I want to like what's my sound what do I want to narrow it down to and what's my passion so when I met Rio Bamba it was kind of like I reached out through Twitter and I was like oh my god like I love <laughs> your shit like what the fuck so we kind of linked up she lived in Best Side, I live in Fort Greene, and okay. we didn't even know we lived that close to each other. And it happened like that. We, like, connected in a cafe, and she was like, tell me your story. And from there, she connected me to, like, other people. And it's been a snowball effect ever yeah. since, to be honest. I've been really blessed, like, very blessed to be able to do this for a living, um, still with the support of my family, because... Sure. Even with all the amazing things that happen, I live in Brooklyn, like Fort Greene, housing projects, yeah. with my familia, like still like grinding hard. Um, so it's been a lot. I mean, definitely like Bambona is for the people. Like, I'm just like wanting to represent me as a black woman to be like, we're out here and to show face. And as a Latina, yeah. you know, as well, where the Afro-Latino community is like, it's going and we have our own like whole movement and it's been happening even before I was born. But now it's like for me here in New York City being like for in at least my eyes, like one of the sole Afro Latinas that are like Ooh. trying to push. Speak on it. <laughs> like on to it. be honest, like push the culture. It's been a lot. It's it's a lot, but we could go into that for <laughs> Oh, we we're gonna we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into Perreo Combativo, we're gonna get into like Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. we're gonna get into like Panama, Reggaeton, Nino Augustine. Yeah. The whole the whole nine. Um uh, uh, Okay, before before we carry on, what is the most so like as a DJ, drunk people roll up to the booth and be like can you play me this song Oof. what is the most requested song that you get and what is the oh most obnoxious god. request you get oh my god okay so <laughs> I'm like oh, that's too is many it stories is it gasolina? <laughs> I mean I think people I mean so far the people that come out for me like my audience knows already they're pretty respectful they're like, like they want don't they're like don't don't <laughs> if they see somebody coming up don't do it don't do it girl like get away so like most of the time they know if I'm in a setting where they like came out for right. me they know who I am but if I've done like regular gigs where it's just like a random bar or like a you know whatever I don't remember because it's been a minute where there's like specific songs but you know there's always a can you play some Beyonce like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I barely play it's Beyonce. My yeah, it's or it's my birthday. Oh, shout out. Like, shout out mm -hmm. my birthday. Shout out my friend. She's, yeah. like, doing this and whatever. And I'm like, uh, no. But I'm pretty polite. <laughs> like, I'm pretty nice. Other DJs are like, hell fucking yeah. no. But I'm kind of like, I give a smile. And I'm like, okay, girl, I got you. And then I'm like, anyway, back to... <laughs> Back to what I was doing. You're like, yeah, baby, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Who? Um, exactly. Your friend, uh, what was it? Kelsey? I'm like, um. uh, <laughs> but it depends. I mean, definitely when it's my people's and I like my day ones that uh, they've been supporting me, it's their birthday and I already know. I shout them on the mic. Like, I don't have no shame. But when it's random people or people of privilege that come up and expect yeah. that you're their like robot to like play whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. I'm not really that person. I'm like, this not is not how it works. Yeah, I'm like, you could plug in your iPod. Yep. Or vaya pa la casa y ponga tu canción lo que quiera. Está bien, pero I'm... Let me do what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Being paid to <laughs> yeah. be here and, like, I'm being paid for my taste and mm -hmm. my talent and my yeah. equipment and my time. Mm -hmm. So, chill. Mm -hmm. I, that's, I feel like whenever I talk to DJs, like, I, a few years ago, I, I did a piece for Remezcla about... Um, uh, it was it was during the Red Bull Music Academy and it was about freestyle music and I got to talk to Little Louis Vega oh, uh, and Jelly Bean Benitez wow. and and they kind of bemoaned a little bit like they're like you know trends things change you know and like now the trend is top 40 but he's like I don't they were like I don't really mind that hmm. but they were more like I do mind the whole request because like again like when when Back, like back in the day I guess you went to the club because you knew that DJ was there and yes. like these days it, I mean EDM stuff aside like stadium mm -hmm. dance music aside like there are still it's a, it's very select few DJs that people are like 
oh, Bembona's going to be there, Riwamba's mm. going to be there. Like, I already know what I'm going to get. I'm going to... Yes. More of a sense of what I'm going to get. Like, yes. I already know that their taste is impeccable, you I know? I mean, definitely, it's like the variety, you know? Right. For me, especially... Even before becoming a DJ, growing up as, like, a musician. So I came, like, also adding to, like, the context of living in New York, born and being raised here, born mm -hmm. here, and then also, like, being of a musician background, you know, classical music. Right. It's, like, it really trains me at the same time, but it also, like, exposed me to so many things. So, like, as a club goer when I was younger, I was, like, I don't want to go to, like, a hip-hop night. Right. I don't want to go to, like, a Latino night. I want to be able to, like, hear everything in one night. So I think that kind of plays along, like, how I kind of DJ because I know how, like, people that dance, and I'm a dancer, I love to dance. Yeah. So it's like you want to take people on a journey. You don't want it to be, like, super 100%, 130 BPM, 140 BPM all night, but you don't want it to be too mellow. You don't want one genre. You want, like, more than, more than one. So yeah. I think people know already that oh, we're going to get, like, almost anything under the sun. <laughs> So that's how I play. I'm like, I kind of keep that in mind. And that's like, what I like. That's what yeah. I feel like most people want. You mm -hmm. know, just like keep me guessing. That's what I really like about a DJ is like, you know, short top 40, top 40 or some like lit track and then like a throwback. And you're like, what? Que esta pasando? Mm -hmm. You know, and like, I mean, it's about cultivating that energy and like playing yeah. with us. Like I love a DJ that knows how to toy with you. Like that's why like, you know, Marcelo Baez, Nacotec, you know, Rico Suave is one of my favorites because like, mm. you know, he'll have you dancing and then he'll throw this like such like a, a cumbia remix of Britney Spears and you'll be like, what? <laughs> huh? You know, and then, but you're yeah. like, it's lit. You know, yeah. um, I love that. I love that. Well, we have a whole lot of playlists today that yes. again, Bembona has curated for us. I mean, like, you know, who, who better to put together a damn playlist than one of the <laughs> finest DJs in New York City? Um, before we move on, I want to talk about this track that opened the show, which is Goat, uh, Greatest of All Time. This yes. is by Princess Nokia. Talk to me a little bit about uh, Princess and this track. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Princess Nokia, New York all day. I mean, Goat, I, I wanted to open up the show with Goat because that's how, like, when I hear this song, I'm like, this is how my ego feels. You know what I mean? Mm. I think it's definitely, like, a big, like, woman empowerment yes. Um, don't give a fuck like I'm here and I'm the best at it yeah. like I might not be the best but I'm the best like yeah. meaning like there's no other Bambona there's no other Princess Nokia yes. et cetera et cetera so like to listen to it I'm like hell yeah like I'm humble as fuck like I know but I'm also knowing like I know that I'm amazing you mm. know what I mean so I think it's as a woman to be able to still own those two things is like really extremely important to me and like not being afraid to be like I can be as way better as these like guys out here. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so goat for me signifies like I do think I'm a goat. Like hey. fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like I'm a goat. I deserve that. Like I know. Like you know. And I think everybody is a goat in their own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I picked this song. It's like coming in strong. And for me, hip hop, especially the femcs that are out here right now, is like. That gives me that drive, that, like, yeah. embodiment of, like, yes, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's let's play some of the, some some other, like, killer people yeah. in the game right now, um, which is Combo Chimbita is what we have up next. Ooh, this is familia. A, this is a, a track called Revelación Candela. Again, this is one of the hottest bands in New York right Hell now. Yeah. Um, definitely somebody to look out for. Uh, tell me a little bit about, about Familia, as you oh just said. Oh, my God, Combo yes. Combo Chimbita, mis amores. Oh, my uh, God, all the way from Colombia via New York I mean they're everything they're like immigrant sound they're yeah. like people from New York that are coming here to like look for a better life to still live their dreams you know and that's what Como Chimita um, stands out for me their sound is like no other they're powerful mm -hmm. as fuck I mean let's talk about Carolina Oliveros like her hello voice her voice like gives me goosebumps mm. all the time and like I think for me, like us being in the scene together, having the same management and being able to see their growth and just being like, oh, my God, like her voice is just like a spiritual awakening is like it's something you have to catch them live. Like yeah. their music is amazing. Their album was amazing. But like to see them live in person, it's like another it's like transcendence yeah. to the heavens. <laughs> so like with this Candela song, it was more of like that rage and that that like that you embody where you're like. Yes, yeah. I am this and I'm strong. And like for me, it's just kind of like when they go into the rock, the rock section takes me over the ledge. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm not usually a rockera, at least these days. So like that whole blend of like having that Afro, like 
Afrobeat, that Afro rhythm, and then throwing in that rock is like, oof. You're like, what? Yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is Como Chimbita. The track is Revelación Candela, uh, and we'll be right back with more Bimbona.
todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una sabesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una sabesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una sabesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una sabesura. The second song we just heard is by a kind of a New York low-key legend. Uh, this is Maluca, um, and the track is called El Tiguerazo. El Tiguerazo. Um, this is the song that blew her up. Yes. Uh, tell me, tell me about, uh, tell me about Maluca. Oh my God, Maluca! I love her too. She's one of my other faves, and like every time I see like, especially Afro Latinas and La mm -hmm. Latina women, the, the underground that has taken over, like from New York. It, like, gives me so much pride, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, especially at Tiguerazo, I mean, I love merengue. Like, I love Dominican culture, period. Like, yeah. I grew up still with it, like, with all the merengueros de los ochentas yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. growing up. So, like, hearing this is kind of like a nod, a little nod to that for me. And it's also, like, yo, I'm the baddest bitch, mamacita <laughs> de block. Like, so, Tiguerazo for me is kind of, like, I have it, like, yo tengo todo papi, I got it all. Like, and, like... If you don't notice this shit, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about because like it, the um, majority of these of these artists are women, mm -hmm. and so like when we were talking about the playlist and like you know you had like done a prelim selection, you were like the you know like people know me for perreo. <laughs> And then, like, we were talking about Fania and all that, and you're like, no, not playing that either. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are none of this is going to be perreo today, but it is m music that you're going to be bouncing to. But again, like, the highlight was you saying, like, this is music that, like, you know, it's powerful women that make me feel powerful, that make me feel sexy. You know, tell me a little bit about, like, sort of, like, those expectations that, mm. that you often have to deal with as a, as, yeah. as a DJ. And then oh, my God. A little bit of everything else. I mean, definitely, I feel like I struggle with that still because Fair. it's, like... You know, growing your brands and like I, I love and hate saying brands because it's still like falling into like the scope of what the business is mm -hmm. of marketing and putting yourself in a box. But also like, what is what is my look? What is my brand? These are sometimes things. Well, most of the time, <laughs> things that men don't have to like really think about sure. because you can be you can be fail as fuck and still have a lit ass career. But if you're a woman that doesn't fit like kind of some beauty standards, it's not. It's not going to be the same for you. So, like, for me, 
I've still been like I know I'm Afro Latina. I love show, showcasing my hair per se. Like sure. I got a big ass bro. Everybody knows, <laughs> and I wear braids and I rock yeah. like different hairstyles all the time because I'm that person that loves to change it up. So in terms of like my looks, I've always kind of struggled with because I'm like, oh my god, like. Do I got to be sexy? Do I have to show skin? I definitely have a different body type than other people. Sure. I don't fit the Nicki Minaj's and the, you know, the, what's it called? <laughs> the new landscape of how people think women should be, right? Sure. So it's for me showing that, like, you don't have to have all that at all. Yeah, like, the, you don't the Instagram gotta have, image. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just because I'm black and I'm a Latina, I don't have to be curvy as fuck. Like, people expect that as well to, like... Sure be exotified as an Afro-Latina to think that you are this, like, hella bombshell. Like, I grew up (laughs) flaquita all my life, you know what I mean? So it's still going through that changes and going into my late 20s, into my 30s, embracing the changes of my body as well. So all that to say, like, these women here, they all have different, in terms of looks, they all have different looks as well. They come from different backgrounds. They have different stories. I think right now it's so powerful to hear that because a lot of women are bringing multiple diverse stories to the table that haven't been heard in years and it's been there so i'm super proud especially of the underground that's been carrying that weight i mean the underground's yeah. been carrying that weight. i i'm, I'm excited to, to, that you're that you're mentioning all this because like you know on the show i've interviewed before sad mm-hmm. the, the sad boys club collective from costa rica perreo millennial from mexico city and so much of what they do and like i, I mean i'm gay and i used to work in nightlife like a lot of the drag race girls are like my friends and stuff mm-hmm. I, I like i spent years in it and it's just like nightlife is such an important uh, safe haven for so many people and like a, 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 a path to empowerment. And like clearly that's very much a part of your message and a part of your oh work. Oh my God, it's so good that you brought that up actually because I've been telling people, I'm like nightlife is like, that's the like ground, the playground for like learning who you are, yeah. like mm-hmm. who you want to be. Yep. It can be safe or unsafe, but it's like a place of discovery. And like for me, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm still learning things about me. Like starting before DJ till now yeah it's like two extremes for me like i've been like whoa who the fuck am i (laughs) because nightlife is so beautiful like to see how people embrace themselves and be like i can be my fullest self here but daytime kind of requires you to fit in what like society supposed to think that you are whether that means job whether that means sexuality whether that means I don't know, even dressing down or whatever, what your profession. So it's so many different things. And I think it's a privilege to work in nightlife because you get to see people find themselves even on the dance floor and like throughout the night. It's like a beautiful thing. I I always knew who I was, but it wasn't (laughs) Mm -hmm. until I started hanging out with like the freaks and the weirdos that like come out at night that I understood that there were people like me. Mm -hmm. And then like I was able to sort of like give myself the shape that I that I needed, you know, like I I was just like experimenting and it was a lot of trial and error and like, Uh you know, like pictures of me 10 years ago come out and it's like Woo. <laughs> but but the point is that like you know it was just like nightlife was a space as you say of discovery of mm-hmm. like shaping that clay that I already knew that I had I just didn't know what it gotcha. meant or how to how to shape it gotcha. um, and like I, I wonder like so again a lot of these events that you work at I mean again like I, I feel like everybody throws around the word um, the term safe space for example super super casually how do you define a safe space. What in your, like, I mean, I, I know that obviously like, I follow your parties. Mm-hmm. I know that they're like very inclusive. They're usually yeah. like either politically or socially minded in some way. So again, how would you say, what, what, what is, what are the ways of maybe, um, throwing an event that is inclusive, that is safe? Like what, what, what are some basic guidelines for those following maybe? Oh my God. I mean, for me, it's tricky because I'm like still learning so much. So like even in the last two years, like, in my own vocabulary, Latinx or non-gendered language didn't exist for me personally. And I'm still like kind of going through that stage of like becoming woke or being my fullest to woke self, whatever sure. that means. So like for me, safe spaces, when people started like using that, I'm like, safe space, but are we ever really safe? Like, I'm like, Ooh. does that like apply? Does that even work for me? Because I think like it's a beautiful like thing to say but then it's also like how do we back that up or like are we using it because others are using it like I kind of seen like a pattern where people were using it to throw it around and not saying that their spaces weren't safe but just to be like what what does that really mean to us it became a marketing tool yeah for sure just like Latinx you know yeah 
Um, And for me, when I think of, like, safe spaces, I mean, I never label anything of mine safe because I kind of already go with the intention of, like, this is coming through my heart. This is, like, the honest work that I'm doing, and I'm expecting this in return in terms of the space of the people. For me, safe space equals venues, (laughs) which I still, (laughs) which there's a lot that I don't fuck with. Right. And New York is really tough. So I think that's the first step to think of where do you want to hold this and for who do you want to hold it for? Because mm-hmm. a lot of venues, especially I'm from Brooklyn, it's like it's really rough out here. And to think that there's not many that are owned by even like POC or anything, you know. Yeah. So safe space for me is still something that has to be further defined or see where that would go in the future. Like. Yeah. I would like to see what would that happen. But for me, I never label anything safe space because I already kind of have a sense of, like, the audience that comes out and I know that we hold each other down. Yeah. But then again, it's like if some if a situation arises, then I would have to see from there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, trial yeah. and error as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like, I, we can only do so much, you know? Yeah, like, no, for sure. Uh, again, this, this not, not necessarily Sad Boys Club, but, uh, but in, uh, there's, uh, again, there's a lot of these smaller events that are really gaining a lot of traction out in Costa Rica. Sad Boys Club is probably, like, the biggest sort of, like, young, okay. up-and-coming, emerging underground party. It's dope. I've been no, there. It's killer. Dope. Have you ever heard of Mino? He's this no, DJ. No, yeah, no. Yeah, he he's will come to New York. S- yeah. Sad Boys Club? Yeah, he's one of the founders. Anyway, but there's other, there's other parties. Parties uh, and at uh, so at the bar where they hold, hold the event, there was another sister party called Angelitas, and there was a, a case of, of an, an incident of sexual assault. Mm. And so a lot of people were like, "Bad about these parties," and it was like, you know, like it's 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 hard to navigate. Like you can't. Un- I mean, obviously they have a very clear message, and you know the bar security is also responsible, and it's also a matter of like who comes to these events, like. You can't guarantee that. you. We can only do the best that we fucking can. I know, and it's it's hard, though, because even as a DJ, like, I'll be up on the booth and shit could be going down, and yeah. then I'm, like, spinning the whole night. And I've had instances like that mm. where I'm like, what do I do now? Yeah. And it's also that responsibility, but then making sure that we still take care of each other in the sense yes. of that, like, just because one thing goes down, that probably was out of our control, that we not put all that pressure on, like, the organizer... Um, because we can only do so much, like you said, and like there has to be better understanding security there yeah. that are in these venues as well. I mean, for me, it's like a lot of factors to it. Yeah. So it's just like I think I feel like when you're in a space, because it could be our own fucking people. <laughs> right. It's goes deeper than that. It goes like self care and like being able to like love our own damn selves that we sometimes get into situations where sadly shit goes down because we're just not good. And if you love the damn party, help keep it safe. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Like, the DJ is working. That's you know? true. The bartender like, is working. You know, mm-hmm. shit happens. Like, if you see some shit going down, if if you don't want to act up, report it. You know, like, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's it, it it's it's a community effort. I mean, yeah, the whole I mean, that's the whole point, no? Yeah, I had I mean, I had an instance like I I was spinning at friends and lovers, and that's definitely like a spot that's not really like Latinx per se sure. or black. It's mainly like gringo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was doing um, my Orisa party with Wolf. Like we're both from Brooklyn, and we were doing it for like the you know Puerto Rican diaspora, where uh-huh. everything that was going down. And there was an instant where Gringo came on stage and he was kind of like balancing a beer can on his hand, head okay. and like kind of like trying to dance. And I just like <laughs> lowered the music. It was like, you don't do that here. Get off the stage right now. And everybody was like, yeah, get ah! off the stage. <laughs> Work. So it's like people hold each other down. Yeah. When, and when you're supposed to. I mean, that's I've, I'm still balancing that out because when I see shit, I'm like, wait, hold up. Because then it's also, as a woman, I'm DJing these songs. And if I see, like, a man approach somebody in, like, a way that's not okay, like, it's not safe, I'm like, what the fuck can yeah. I do? I'm like, can what can I do right now? Like, fuck. I don't like, I don't like seeing this go down. Yeah. So I, I'm still figuring it out. Again, we all just got to hold each other down. Again, it's uh, nightlife is community. And, right, like, again, if you love the party, help take it, help keep it safe. Yeah. Um, let's listen to some more music. Up next, we got a track by Rico Nasty. It's called yes. Hatin', um, which is something I'm very good at. <laughs> um, <laughs> on this show, people can, people can attest. Uh, talk to me about Rico. Rico! Rico! She's, she's blowing up. I yes, mean, she's in the past couple of years yeah. too it's been so quick like her trajectory has been 
skyrocketing. I mean, Hayton from Anger Management, the project, I loved every song off of that project. And I was just like, she embodies that, like, angry, like, want to wreck down everything uh, uh, bitch uh, that's uh, inside of me. Work. <laughs> so with Hayton, she did a flip on the Jay-Z Dirt Off Your Shoulders okay. beat. But she switched it to be like, yo, if you're feeling like a boss bitch, like, leave him home, go to the club. Like, niggas hate on bitches all the time. That's what she says in the hook. And I'm like, that is real. That is some real shit. Like, these guys stay hated. Like, they stay hating on a woman. So I picked that song because of that. It makes me feel, like, empowered. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's the truth. Like, somebody had to say that. Like, And if a guy is hating on this song, then they might need to look at themselves. Hot. All right, well, let's listen to that now. Again, this is uh, Rico Nasty. The song is Hatin', Hatin', Hanny. Um, and we will be right back with more of Bimbona. <laughs>
talking crazy, te encuentro. Throwing subs on the ground. Broke bitch, understand. You can really catch these hands. Feeling for your bitch. Alrighty, so the second song that we just heard is by Melly. It's called Shit Talk. Uh, again, something I'm very good at, at doing on this show. Uh, talk to me about Melly. I, I, I know that she's been, again, she's been blowing up. She's Dominicana, but I don't mm-hmm. know very much about her. Yeah, Harlem represents hey. uptown. She's Dominicana, like you said, and young, super young, too, in the game and just in age and everything. So, like, when I first, like, noticed her through the Icy track, I was just like, whoa, which was, like, I think maybe about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this? Like, what the fuck? Like, I loved her flow. I loved how swiftly she went from, like, English and Spanish in uh-huh. a track, which is, like, obviously this is... It's been <laughs> trending now where people are using both languages and tracks. Right. And something that I wished for when I was younger, like, when I was a young kid, I've been wanting that. Um, but now that it, it didn't seem, like, for me, it didn't seem, like, kind of, like... Forced? Yeah, there you go. Really natural. It didn't seem like other tracks. And for me, it's like she stood out to me because her flow was just like, yes. I was like, <laughs> like it was like fucking fierce as fuck. Um, and with shit talking particularly, like she's really like in your face, kind of like, yo, like I'm that bitch. Like, which is relative to like almost a thread of these songs that I chose because yeah. it's like being, especially when she's in the hip hop now she's starting right she's in like the pop game now and to be able to still like be a young woman that's been through a lot because she's been through a lot as i'm like a big fan and i've seen like her story and what she's like revealed and to be able to still stand and be like yo i'm here and when she had the little little skit in that track there's this guy like on the phone like it's like a skit and he's like who the fuck are you like what you think you are are you a rapper singer it reminded me of like a lot of men that doubt like woman in this game of like you can't even hold your own like you ain't you ain't for this like we don't the support haters. you yeah so i love melly i mean shout out to melly and all her progression i just hope that she keeps you know getting more and more bigger and like hopefully her next project i would love to see more of the spanish english absolutely blend because last project i'm like okay i see what she did there it's 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 blowing up it's mm-hmm. growing i think yeah. i think a lot of, a lot more people i mean this show is very bilingual like we literally these episodes that i'm doing here are going to yeah. be weaving in and out of english that's, and spanish and it's that's. really cool and i want to give a quick shout out to them hating ass men out there yes um uh, <laughs> you know again as a woman in nightlife you know women Women DJs are usually in a severe minority. I want to I want to explore a little bit of that of that landscape. So, like, what are some of the challenges that you've like? How often do you deal with like dudes who are just douchebags? Ay, <laughs> Dios mío! Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and it's so funny because for me, I've had like several instances where it could be like blatant, right. but then most of my instances would be more on the subtle. No, so it's like they can kind of play off that they're not really him, but you could tell by the vibe, you could tell by the demeanor and their ego. I mean, that's dealing with a lot of men's ego is like what's kind of like troubling to me, right? Because you know, if you dare like tear down their ego, it's like that's it, it's a wrap. You so, sound really good for a girl, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've had instances like that where they're like, How you know how to do that? Like, they'll come up to me uh. and be like, you play? Oh, what do you do? Or the way I'm dressed. Like, I might come a little, like, more popping or in a dress or something, like, more sexier than usual. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm here to, like, DJ. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, that's happened to me. So they're like, are you the DJ? Oh, okay. Like, and it just, it's insulting, you know? Um, And I've always had people that doubt me. It's, it's always, I feel like, for a woman or, like, non-binary folks to go up there and be like, I can do this. Right. Let me do it. <laughs> Having, like, men try to help you even plug things in or, like, when you've been doing it for a minute. (laughs) So it's still me, like, going through situations like that. But I've been in the majority, like, really blessed Mm. to be around even men in my life that have been really, really supportive and not hating. And just, like, knowing that I shine as I am and not getting in the way of that. So it's been both. There's, like, allies and then there's also people that you're always going to have to just... Kind of just shrug it off, to be honest, unless they do some crazy shit. Well, so much of that is also building, like, your own spaces. I, I'm mm-hmm. curious. So what are some... 
uh, some of, I, do you have your own specific events or is it more like you're like regular at, at, a, at, a, a, at different venues? Like what are, what are some of your, your ongoing gigs? I mean, definitely I have Vibras NYC that I've been doing this for now, like two, three years. Cool. So that was kind of in a seasonal approach. So I did it like once a month. I just did one back where in August right now I did one either last month, last month, the yeah, end July. So now I'm, like, going back to the drawing board with the project because okay. it's such a, like, dear, like, near and dear project of mine. And for Vibros, it was mainly of that, like, being an Afro-Latina and showcasing that, the artists and our <laughs> diaspora, and not only centering it in Latinx concept, but, like, right. living in New York, being able to throw on hip-hop, cumbia, anything, right? Caribbean music, Afro beats, because I'm really in tune and connected mm-hmm. with that with that movement as well. Um, and for me, that's what I've been like carrying. So it's been it's been a journey with it because right. I'm like, unlike other parties, I don't have like a DJ team per se. Like, it's me. <laughs> it's me with the help of like some dope friends and my manager. And like, it's hard. Like, people yeah. don't know how hard it is to keep a party up in this city where that doesn't sleep, that has like a bunch of venues, millions of parties. Yeah. Um, so how do you so, stay yeah. relevant? How do you how do you keep, you know, how do Wimbona events stay on top? How do they keep attracting people? I mean, I don't even see it as that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I see it as, like, putting myself out there, doing the work, doing things, but trying to remind myself every time that this is what I love to do right. for fun instead of thinking of it as, like, too much in the business end. That's why I'm dealing with the struggle of those two things, of sure. being able to still make money to support these projects. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even supporting my damn self. So yeah. it's like, it's been like a rough patch to like try to like balance those two really important factors in anybody's career. Yeah. But then at the same time, I don't see it of like staying on top. I see it like if one night my shit flops to wh- who's ever standard, yeah. that doesn't really like define my art. It no, doesn't really not. define how good or bad I am or whatever, you know? So it's like, I can't really say like how I would stay on top. I would just hope that the same people come back if they really feel like it. So how did you, when did you start falling into music? Like, I mean, I feel like we've talked about a lot, a lot about everything and not very much yeah. about you actually. Um, like how did you, cause again, you mentioned uh, you're from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I know that you're Boricua and Panamanian. Yes. Um, and then you went to Orgulosa. college in Jersey and then came back. Yeah. So when, when, when do you start realize that you realizing that you have a knack for for musing? It be it selecting, then Oof, later mixing. Yeah, I mean, my whole life, to be honest, I feel like even like in the womb, my parents are you were big. Like in their life, <laughs> yeah, like tocando drumming. la conga, <laughs> perreando un poquito. Let me say, hey, your mom was like, "What is what is what? going on? I need Pepto Bismol." <laughs> But, like, both my parents, they're, like, musically inclined. Okay, like, cool. So I, I feel like even in the womb, like, my mom used to, she was, like, in the late, like, side of pregnancy, would be out in the club, like, dancing salsa with my dad. Latinos like, are the best, girl. <laughs> Latinos, we, yes. no, ain't nobody can beat We're us. We're heels still <laughs> on, you know? So, like, I def affect, like, I feel that that's, like, a big effect on, yeah. like, how somebody, like, comes out the womb, like... Yeah. So for me, it's like my dad used to play trompeta back in Panama when he was like in marching bands Work. out there. And like my mom was a clarinetist too, like me, cool. which I later became a clarinetist. And so they both kind of dabbled in bands yeah. stuff and then playing music. I mean, we had the Fania, we had the R&B, Motown, like what What, 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 what was playing from the, what was blasting from the speakers when you were growing up? Man, I mean, Michael Jackson, Work. you got the Motown. I mean, mainly, I would say more on my father's end because his vinyl collection is also crazy. Yeah. So he would have, like, Rockeros, which I didn't really listen to that, but he was, like, a big Bolero fan, too, uh-huh. which when I was young, I, like, hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, why? I just don't get it. Like When you're, when you're young, that's always your mom's or yeah, your dad's music. Yeah. And now, like, you hit, like... 25 and up and you're like ooh yes exactly exactly I'm like oh I fuck with La Lupe heavy she understands my corazón la tuya pura yes, yes. So, like, and so he would like like Roberto Carlos like people from yeah. Spain boleros with Jose Jose from Mexico like so it was like a mix like he loved everything and my memory is more on that like he would be the one that would play like 
a range of stuff. Right. And then my mom's side, she grew up in the South Bronx. So hip-hop, she was there during, like, the ochentas when hip-hop was just born and, like, listening to freestyle and all of that. So it's been, like, oh, a freestyle. crash. Yeah. <laughs> Big freestyle fan. Okay, so we're going to just get transition to some music because this cafe is closing. Um, we're going to listen to Grelinho de Diamanche. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, the song is called Heavy Bailey, and this is featuring Baby uh, Pere, Perigoso, because I don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> um, uh, what, tell me about this song. Oh, so I think my Brazilian folks will probably be better at translating it, but my context is that I got a, a pussy that's a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Work. I did not realize that that's what that meant. All right, so we're going to go twerk real quick, and we'll be right back with more Bimbona. Princesa da favela e minha buceta é viciante Vem provar o gostinho dela, novinho tô instigante Vem chupando no talento, meu grelinho de diamante Vai, vai, 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 meu grelinho de diamante Chupa tudo no talento, no pique do lambe-lambe Bota tudo na boquinha, meu grelinho de diamante Vai, vai Da favela, minha bolsa até viciante. Vem provar o gostinho dela. Não venho tão instigante. Vem chupando no talento. Meu grelinho de diamante vai, vai. Meu grelinho de diamante chupa tudo no talento. No pique do lambe-lambe, bota tudo na boquinha. Meu grelinho de diamante vai, vai. Meu grelinho de diamante vai, vai. Meu grelinho de diamante. Chupa tua boceta, chupa tua grelinha. Chupa tua boceta, chupa tua grelinha. Lá em cima, lá em cima. Me the lies and Janos and my passion ignites it. Got the music, me 
excited I'm coming like a potion mm-hmm. Blessings all for my life and I thank God for the journey, the earnings that us for the plus yeah. And gratitude is a must Yeah, missing blessings for all by my right hand Bust a toast for the friends we take off every load One time did sit down in a class and we both dead All he said the road and me go on with the road Toast yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Toast Oh, in a rise and boast And the second song that we just heard is by Coffee. The track is called Toast. Uh, tell me about this song. Oh, my God. This is a straight-up banger. It's been a summer banger yes. entirely. I mean, it came out, I think, maybe in, like, spring-ish, if I'm not mistaken. And Coffee is super young, young, talented Jamaican, like, putting on for Jamaica. I think, um, I think people think that reggae or dancehall is, like, non-existent, and uh, yeah. it's so inaccurate like there's so many people that are still putting on and it's always been a big presence especially in new york we have like a huge caribbean like community out here so to hear this song in the club is like the best thing ever like i love playing it i love being like everybody put your hands in the air if you're happy to be alive like i want to hear you Uh. because it's like that it's so empowering to hear like uh, dance hall reggae track that's like talking about like living your best life and being able to show gratitude that like Things happen or whatever. We go through a lot of shit, but to still be grateful that you're alive and like whether doing whatever you're doing, but we're here. That energy is unbeatable. Yeah, and it's definitely an energy pumper. It's good for like, I suffer from anxiety and depression. I hear songs like this to keep you going. It's like really important. Amazing. Well, we got to go because this cafe is kicking us out. out. I got one last question for you before we go. I want to talk about Perro Combativo. Oh, yes. uh, So Puerto Rico has been up in arms. I mean, by the time this comes out, that that might seem a little old news at this point. But, um, you know... It, this these sort of clandestine parties of like bringing perreo to the streets as as a sort of like a uh, a magnet of like pulling people from the homes into like you know activity into like mm-hmm. being present participating. Uh, you uh, organized one or two of those events here in New York City. Uh, tell us a little bit about like this sort of like relatively new concept of like perreo comativo. And- yeah, I mean, I think it's now like catching a little wave and even outside of PR, you know, and like I think whenever this comes out, it still would never be old news because we've been dealing with this yes, since fact. being colonized, yo, yeah. like fuck. Um, I just like, I'm on the side of seeing PR free, like seeing my mm. Borinquen free again. I might not come straight from the island and I know a lot of Boricuas in the diaspora have problems with that too, which yeah. is other conversations that we have to have. But for me, Perreo Combativo, when I co-organized it alongside Ojos Nebulosos, Mm. a.k.a. Chiqui, Evero, Radio Menea, and the New York Boricua Resistance. And we were like, let's get together. I I had an IG Live right after the big protest where we walked into Grand Central. It was raining. It was pouring. We took over Grand Central Market. That, that's where New York Boricua Resistance kind of put this all together. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of reacting in this in real time. I had an IG Live, and I'm like, I want to do something. I don't know what to do. So Cheeky reached out to me directly, and she was like, yo, let's do this. They're doing the perreo combativo the day after um, where we went to the march yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like we want to do one the same day as they are in solidarity to show that we're here with them but it didn't happen that way because you know New York <laughs> permits and permits, shit uh-huh. yep. so we finally got it to happen the week after with a lot of help shout outs to Vero again from Radio Meneas like dope ass ally she got us the permits ran really errands. come on yes. day job yes. at work yes yes <laughs> So I just wanted to play. I've always wanted to play in like that kind of setting and to kind of have people be able to protest in movement. Yeah. 
and dance that's more important to me i think that music is always going to be in the forefront of carrying all all and every political social movement so to be able to do it and transform reggaeton meaning like something that was always for the poor of yeah. black people you know we got to get that straight it based the basis is black. Let's uh, preach it. Um, and Shout out Nino Augustine. We had that conversation <laughs> at length. Hell yeah. Shout out to Nino. Um, and to be able to be like, yo, let's turn it around because it might have that, you know, machista yeah. rep, right? It, it does have like, quote unquote, dirty rep, right? Reputation to be able to use it as woman, as non-binary for... Yeah, right? Use it as women, transform that, and be like, yo, we can still shake our ass, yeah. and this is resistance. And it's ours. Exactly. And I think it's similar to Salsa. You know, yeah. Salsa has always been also a form of resistance in the mm-hmm. island in different shapes and forms. So why not reggaeton? Yeah. I don't think people should question it. So it's it was a blessing to be able to pull that together with my compatriotas and... It was a beautiful day. Amazing. Beautiful day. And yeah, and again, let's, you know, just a reminder for everyone, music is a great way of bringing people together. Definitely. Now, we got to go, but my guest is Bembona. You are incredible and such Thank a pleasure you. to talk to. Thank I could you talk so to you much. all fucking night. Yes. Um, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you on social media, where they can see you performing? No, definitely. I mean, I wanted to say last one last thing please. about um, PR. Like right now, Wanda is in office, which is like, Horrible news. I have to stay updated with that because it's been such a crazy month or so. So I have to like recap, but let people know to like stay tuned to the news. Be able to like, if you want to help out in some way, reach out to your fellow Boricua. Um, We're out here and we're trying our hardest to be able to get all these corrupt people out of office. It's going to be a journey. But, I mean, for me, you can follow me at, at DJ Bambona on Instagram, DJ Bambona, Facebook, Twitter, if you want to see me talk shit sometimes. All the time. Um, SoundCloud, Bambona, same. Um, and right now, I mean, I just had MoMA PS1, which was lit. Right now, it's coming up. I have several several big things happening soon I, I can't say yet but um we will be sharing excited. them and linking them once this yes, episode is up but I post everything on my Instagram is where I'm mainly at cool. so can peep me in my stories peep me everywhere um and I'm excited I mean I'm going to Baltimore soon I'm going to Arizona later this month shout outs to Hoko Fest so hey. I'm super excited for that And yeah, a a lot is happening. (laughs) She's on the move. She's booked and she's blessed. (laughs) Um, Again, my guest is uh, Bembona. Uh, My name is Richard Villegas. This is Song Mess. I want to remind you all that we are, uh, you can listen to Song Mess on all your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, That is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, You can follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Song Mess. You can email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Feel free to make requests, comments, commentary, uh, you know, whatever. Treat us like top 40 radio why not be like it's my birthday can you play this you know song um i also want to remind you all that we have our weekly playlist bops that we always link to in the show notes and i will be linking to everything else that uh, bambona just uh you know said uh, social media etc um uh, and we have an um if you want to give us some love you can go on uh, apple podcast give us five stars and like a little comment help you know, uh, increase visibility for the show. And if you want to support us financially, we have a little online store that's songmess.threadless.com. We got t-shirts, sweaters, you know, little books, mugs, whatever, all with our beautiful logo that was made by the fantastic Chilean designer, uh, Osvaldo Uribe. Uh, We have one final song before we go. Uh, And again, thank you, Bimbona, for this incredible playlist. Thank you for having me. Um, And I'm really excited because we're going to listen to Chloe and Halley's song called Everywhere. Little Mermaid Realness. (laughs) What? Why y'all mad? <laughs> Tell me about Chloe and Halle. Oh, I love them. They're shout outs to Chloe and Halle. <laughs> They're like just beautiful young girls that have voices that are like insane yeah. to me. They're under like, you know, Beyonce's wing as well. Like she's oh, cool. kind of like blew them up to where they're at now they amazing following crazy following and they're sisters i like i have a sister just close enough in that age yeah. too 
where it's like I could see like I could see us in them, you know, yeah. and vice versa. And them representing like black women out here is amazing. So I just wanted to play everywhere in particular from their latest album because they talk about money, but in the sense of the richness within. So like cool. I have money everywhere, meaning like. Yo, I'm. I might not be monetarily here, or I can be, but this is about something deeper than that. Fantastic. Again, my guest is Bimbona. Uh, this is Songmas. My name is Richard Villegas. The track is everywhere. This is by Chloe and Halley. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next time. Ciao.